That's exactly why they are going to come back for a special session until they do finish the job that they were elected to do. They, they may not vote for it. Uh, they may want to uh, offer amendments to it, whatever the case may be, but you don't quit. Quitters never win. Sean Rima, 9 till 11, News Talk 550, KTSA, and FM 1071. Rock on, Governor. Rock on. Oh, I like that, Governor. News Talk 550, KTSA. I'm Sean. Chris and I were just talking, like, next time we have the governor on, should I actually do that? Like, hello, governor! Probably not. Uh, 210-599-5555. You know, the, this meat thing, uh, this JBS, uh, this uh, world's largest meat producer, out of Brazil, as Barack Obama would say, Brazil. Uh, you know, they, they, uh, they got, uh, they, they got, they got hacked. I mean, this, this happened yesterday. You know all about it. Uh, these, uh, this, they got hacked by one of these ransomware guys that they tracked, I think, to Russia. Mm, odd that. And, uh, you know, these are, these are, we have, uh, uh, beef plants. Well, that just sounds funny. Beef plant. But you know what I mean? The factory where they, you know, process beef. Arizona, Texas, Nebraska, Colorado, Wisconsin, you know, Utah, Utah, I almost said Utah, Michigan, Michigan and Pennsylvania. And, uh, you know, I, I'm just, I'm really just kind of thinking about this. Uh, you know, it's, all right. So the first, uh, hack was, uh, what? The first hack was, uh, a f- major fuel line, uh, stretching across the country, major pipeline stretching across the country, uh, supplying fuel to the East Coast mostly. Uh, and now we just had, uh, you know, if you will, uh, a hack on a beef train on the, uh, on the beef, uh, beef supplier. You know, and I'm just thinking, well, when's the big, what's the next, where, when, when's the big one coming? You know, when's, the, and you know, seriously, aren't you thinking the same thing? Okay, they hit a major fuel supply and a major food supply. It's, I mean, it, I, I know they're getting paid and the ransomware stuff is working, but man, it, it almost feels like somebody's testing the waters. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Like just, what can we shut down? What can we shut down? Don Morgan would notice, of course, if a major, you know, cottage cheese producer were hacked or salad manufacturers uh, were shut down, then you might take notice of this. But, you know, the beef thing probably didn't make much of a difference to you because you don't eat beef. Right. Me, me personally, no. But, however, I understand the frustration that many people are feeling at this time. It's, because, yeah. You know, Isn't it scary, though? It, it is because they could do this with anything. Anything, man. You know, they did it with the oil pipeline last month, and now that's this. What I'm fuel mm-hmm. and then food. Right. What about we roll? Trey and I were talking about that. You roll into August. Yeah. You start shutting down, you know, AC systems lights. or uh, lights and yeah. stuff like that, power grids. Sure. Whoa. You know what's going to make me mad though? If come this fall, if they hack into my NFL network, you know, <sighs> I'm going to kick someone's ass. You want to cripple? No. Well, you want to cripple America? Shut down, you know, Pornhub and. <laughs> <laughs> Don't give them any ideas. Yeah. <laughs> they probably saying. didn't even think about that till now. Huh. Hey. Well, oh, now it'll be my fault if they shut down Pornhub. Sorry, all you weirdos. Um, well, but it, especially you people who pay for that crap. Um, it, it is weird. It is kind of scary because they, you know, they could, it, it, you know, everything is based on some computer network somewhere. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, we're a long ways away from uh, folks being able to be self-sufficient. I mean, certainly in, in, in parts of, like, Texas, there are people who could, you know, probably have food bunkers. and Right. Or you, you go out and you just shoot something and eat it, you know, sure. or go fishing or what have you. I mean, that's possible. But when you're talking about people in major urban mm-hmm. settings, in major cities, they can't do that. They can't, can't go out gonna, and hunt. Not going to happen in There's nowhere to... <laughs> Greenwich Village. Yeah, you know, it's not gonna happen anything like that. Come on, you go know, deer hunting in Greenwich. You know, yeah. no, probably not. Yeah. Hippie hunting, maybe, but not deer hunting. <laughs> Might find a few lesbians, <laughs> but you won't find any deer that you can eat on the on the dinner table. <laughs> you know, I'm just saying. You know, I find a few lesbians. Well, I, I mean, Elmer Fudd. 
<laughs> I'm hunting I'm, lesbians. I'm hunting for lesbians. Lesbians, lesbians, right? Lesbians. <laughs> Swish. I'm just saying, if you're in a big city, you can't hunt or fish to support yourself. If it shuts down, you know you're done, man. You, you, what are you gonna do? And it's it just feels to me like someone's out there testing the waters because that would be the way you fight a war now. Why bother with all those missile launchings and, and, you know, attacks, military attacks? If you could just shut the country down, just shut the financial computers down, the banking computers. We'd be screwed, man, in just a relatively short amount of time. And you can't help but think that that's something that these hackers are working on with the last two things that they've done, which, you know, in the grand scheme of things, it's pretty impressive, you know, if they yeah. were able to close these down. But is this just a distraction? While, you know, we're focusing on these things, you know, they're planning for something bigger, like the financial market. I, I think right. they're testing the waters. Yeah. I think I really think they are. Let's, let's see what we can do. Let's see what we can do. You know, and, uh, I mean, this was a major, this was not just some Purdue chicken factory out in Delaware, you know, and this yeah. was... This is a major beef producer, global beef producer, mm-hmm. and they just shut it down, man. They cut right to the meat. Mm, they did. That's what happened. This used to be rare. Uh, That's what but happens no. when you teach a cow how to use a computer. <laughs> a little reprieve here. I'm sorry. Yeah. I just got distracted. Kimberly and Esteban are wearing Halloween costumes for some reason today. And that, oh, it was, just a, it was a recording. Okay. Oh, okay. All right. That was funny. Two one zero five nine nine. I'm cost? easily distracted by Kimberly and Esteban. What are the Halloween costumes? Chris, get on the phone with those people. What? What are the Halloween costumes that they have on? Oh, it's already them. over now. Okay. It might have been a hallucination for all I know. Yeah, probably. All right. Two one zero five. What a stupid little show this is on occasion, but that's why you like it. I'm just saying, man, they start shutting stiff stuff down. That's all you need to do. That's that's how you fight a war these days. You start some nerd with a laptop, man. Latest victim is a pineapple vodka distillery. Oh, that would suck. Not for me anymore. I'm 12-stepping my way to happiness. I'm just saying. (laughs) I'm just saying. You start shutting stuff down, man, and that's how you fight a war these days. And you can cover your tracks, too, fairly well, I would think. You know what you're doing. I mean, I'm, I'm not computer savvy. I, I, I'm really, really not very computer savvy at all. Uh, but, you know, I, I understand enough about how these systems work that if you can turn it on, you can turn it off, man. 210-599-5555. Let's go to uh, Luann. Luann, how you doing? Hey, this hey. is Luann. Yeah, hey. I'm sorry I got you y'all's mixed up as far as the ch- I'm older than you are by a lot. So anyway, that's okay. we'll just get that straight now. <laughs> but anyway, I wanted to I wanted to mention that I thought it was hilarious that you said about lesbians because you know what month this is. I'm sure you're it's up Pride to Month. Is it Pride Month? So it I'm is. sure you're going to get all kind of nasty grams now. Because you oh, you know, I get nasty crap from people. Know? I do. I get crap from people from that community all the time. Oh, and I, I love gays and lesbians. I don't. I, mean, I, I don't understand the other letters, but I mean, I. I I've been I a supporter of gay rights my whole life. What? All right, I gotta go. Two one zero. What? Two. It is Pride Month, and I did say the word lesbian on the air. I'm going to get a dozen emails now about that. I don't care. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. Really, Groove Dog. This is Groove Dog. Yeah. Hey. Hey, man. I think these cyber attack things. Going back to that, mm-hmm. could very well be Greenpeace. Do you remember when they were like Greenpeace uh, to ships? save the whales, folks? It would put their boats between the the harpoon ships and the uh, and the whales. Oh yeah, they did all kinds of crazy things. But look at who they've gone after. They're going after fuel, which they hate, unless they're running their boats, run it, ram it, <laughs> and they went after meat, which they hate. They all. <sighs> I mean, it could be any number of bad actors around the world. You know, I mean, they, I know this latest one was traced back to Russia, I believe. So I, I, I don't know if Greenpeace. I appreciate the call. If Greenpeace is, you know, <laughs> evolved enough to pull off something like that, maybe I don't know. I, actually, that could be. I have no idea. Okay, it's it for me. It's not as important 
who it is. You know, I mean, you want to find out who it is, obviously. To me, the disturbing part is that they can. <laughs> they can do stuff like this. Just shut down entire networks. And there you are. Price of beef goes through the roof in one day. Price of gas goes through the roof in one day. Uh, you know, you shut down major financial networks and people can't get today's money. You, you know, come on, man. Look at how screwed up we got with just a, a the threat of a winter storm in South Texas and people cleared the shelves. You know, I, it, it's it's scary stuff. 210-599-5555. It's Sean on Newstalk 550 KTSA. This is Jack Riccardi. Stay connected to Newstalk 550 KTSA and FM 1071 on Facebook, Twitter, and online at KTSA.com. And we're back 22 minutes after 9 on Newstalk 550 KTSA, FM 1071. You know, somebody brought up lesbians a few minutes ago. Um, you know, I just like saying the word. I can't help. I don't know why. Lesbians. And, uh, you know, last week, remember we did that, which has apparently now become the infamous gay serial segment. (coughs) Right? Last week we were talking about Kellogg's putting out the pride cereal, the glitter in it, you know, and I was going off on it. Chris is like, I don't remember. Yes, you do. And, uh. I got a bunch of hate stuff, you know, right, Chris? We got some hate calls. People wanting to uh, do anatomically incorrect things to me, you know, and uh, cussing me out, and, you know, and I'm awful, and I'm a horrible person and all this stuff. And it is Pride Month. It is, uh, you're seeing all the rainbows on, uh, on, on, on Facebook and social media and stuff. And it, it's, it's fascinating to me whenever I, I get, yelled at by people from that community because I've, I've been a supporter of that community for most of my adult life. Uh, I was supportive of and still am, uh, same sex marriage. Uh, glad it, uh, glad it actually happened, you know, cause uh, a lot of folks, you know what? They just want to be like everybody else and fall in love, get married, stay with somebody for the rest of their lives. In fact, some of the longest married or longest together couples I, I've known in my life we're same-sex couples. Uh, it's just that's you know I guess that's where I diverge from uh, uh, many in, in the conservative uh, column. But you know I don't care. I don't really see myself as a conservative or a or a liberal. I, I I take from both, and I always have. And so when people start saying to me, you know, oh, hey, gay people, or, oh, you're all, sometimes people say that just because I'm on a conservative station. You know, and it, it, it angers me to a certain extent because that's just not who I am. Uh, yesterday would have been the 60th birthday of a very good friend of mine named Santos, uh, that I met in college and, uh, was kind of the, uh, the focal point of this group of friends I had, uh, who, to whom to this day we're still very close. They're like my family, my second family. In fact, we were talking yesterday. Uh, my friend Ben and my friend Lynn, because uh, again, it was uh, it was uh, it would have been Santos's. We called him Santos. His name was Isau Santos, but we called him Santos. It would have been his 60th birthday. He passed uh, when he was 40, uh, and he died of AIDS. And uh, I can tell you absolutely that I would much rather have been able to officiate at his wedding than to read a damn memorial poem at his funeral. So, uh, you know, people start screaming at me for whatever reasons. I don't care. I don't, it, it's kind of like my anti-racism cred. I don't really need to polish that up for anybody because my life stands for that. But God bless you. God bless your memory, Santos. We'll see you at some point. 210-599-5555. Here's David. David, how you doing? Yay, Sean. I'm doing great. Listen, I just, just spent the last week in Las Vegas, so any 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 group out there is always celebrating their cause. But anyway, that's another story. No. But um, I I have no problem with the pride groups or whatever the case might be. It's just I would think it would be crazy if uh, you, all hell would break loose if we had a, let's pronounce a heterosexual month. My God, <laughs> they would have they would. It's straight Pride down. Month. Straight well, Pride Month, baby. I, I don't know. You know. I'm not so worried about that. You know what I can't stand? Uh, because a lot of gay issues from that community that uh, it's kind of like the civil rights movement, right, of the of the, of the 60s, yeah. in that m- much of the current politics 
are acting like none of that happened. Uh, the, 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 if you will, gay rights in this country have really been kind of uh, hijacked by this transgendered thing, and it's all about my stinking pronouns, and I want to save space to pee, and I want to be able to, to, you know, compete against girls, even though I'm a hairy-legged dude. You know, that, that, these are all non-issues. Okay, marriage was something that that community fought for a long time to achieve. And, uh, the, the, the transgendered community is a subset of a subset of a subset of a subset. It's 0.06% of the total population. And they have co-opted that entire movement. And, uh, and they've been weaponized politically. And, and I think that sucks. I think that's a shame. I, I think that's a real loss. Because again, it's kind of like modern, and I appreciate the call, man. It's kind of like the modern, uh, social justice warriors have kind of, co- you know, hijacked the, uh, the civil rights movement. Oh, we're institutional. Oh, there's white privilege. Oh, there's critical race theory. Ah, oh. and, and it basically lifts the, that movement lifts its leg and pees on the memory uh, of folks who actually lost their lives in the civil rights movement. Martin Luther King, not the least of which. People who actually died fighting for a sense of equality, not equity. And a lot of the stuff is cheap. Uh, you know, we were talking earlier about just if you want to go with the race thing for a minute here, in that uh, it's it's interesting to me how racism has been, it's become skin color specific. Have you, you know, first off, equality went from equality, a sense of, a sense that we're all equal, to a sense of equity, meaning some people are more equal than others. Some people deserve more than others because of their great depression. And then I realized that racism itself has been uh, uh, co-opted by this idea of white supremacy. It's not racist anymore. It's always white supremacy. Why? Because white people are guilty and they suck and they deserve everything they get. Everything is coming to them. So you mask one kind of racism to focus on another kind that serves some folks politically and even economically. And you know what? It's all a bunch of silly crap. It really is. How does that make you feel? 210-599-5555. And we're back. News Talk 550 KTSA FM 1071. I'm Sean. It's my dumb little show. The phone lines are open. 210-599-5555. Uh, you know, we're, uh, we're, we're, we're talking about race almost every day, right? What's the latest race thing? Well, the latest race thing with the president is, uh, he's going to give farm subsidies to black and Hispanic, uh, farmers. But whitey need not apply because you're guilty and wrong. You're guilty and wrong. Uh, he also said some really weird stuff about mixed race couples. Yesterday, this he's, he's he's talking yesterday. Uh, obviously, on the 100th anniversary of the of the 1921 Greenwood race riot in Tulsa, uh, and he he said uh, he starts talking about biracial couples and advertising on TV. Those of you who are over 50, how often did you ever see advertisements on TV with black and white couples? Not a joke, he says. He says, that's not by accident. They're selling soap, man. Not a joke. Uh, he is, uh, actually cited Patrick Cadell, who was a pollster. He passed away, actually, recently or whatever. And, uh, he said, if you want to know about a, a society, you look at the uh, commercials, right? You look at the advertising. It's a window into who we are, uh, as a nation. Uh, Biden had previously said some stuff about this stuff, uh, back in February. And haven't you noticed that, you know, in TV uh, commercials now, that whenever there's a commercial that involves couples or families, it's almost like there's a rule now that you can't have two white people together. It's either a black dude and a white chick, right, Chris? Or you got you got a gay couple there. And I don't care. It's not, it has nothing to do with being a good spy. I'm in a biracial marriage, man. My wife and I, we're selling soap, man. Not a joke. 
I'm a fan of biracial marriages. He's a fan of biracial marriages. He's a product of what? You know, I mean, it. it but th- to me, I, when I started noticing that, and I started noticing that it's almost like there's an ethnic formula you got to have now for any kind of advertising or commercial. You got to have so many Asian people. You got to have a gay couple. You got to have a biracial couple. Uh, what, what else? You have to check the boxes. Yeah, well, that's what I'm saying. You got to check the boxes, man. The people who say they're against labels and stereotypes, but man, baby, you got to check those boxes. They have quotas. They have quotas. They do. So any given soap manufacturer is having like some kind of freaking meeting, you know, with the CEO and the creative team. Hey, how come there's not a Chinese guy in this thing? You know, you know what I mean? Uh, it's Irish Spring, sir. I don't care if it's Irish Spring. You got one too many honkies in this commercial. I mean, it's it just, to me, it feels contrived. You know what I mean? It's not that I just want to see white people on TV, but it's so over the top now. Because you, you, if you ever see a white couple also, they're all the dumbasses, too. Have you ever noticed that? <laughs> you know, if you got, if the white couple that springs up briefly in any given commercial, they're the ones dumping the flour all over the kitchen, you know? Oops. <laughs> it's just, it's so contrived. You know, and that's what I can't stand about it because more than likely the people who are come up, coming up with these commercials are who? White, self-important liberals. You know what I mean? Well, I don't know. Uh, should it be a black man and a white woman or should it be a white man and a black woman? Because I hear black women don't like that when that happens. They get upset when their men marry white women. So maybe we need a black woman in there. Do you know, I mean, they're having, they're obviously having conversations like that. You know what I mean? Better make it a black woman and a white man. That's cool. Better yet, make her, make her Asian. Okay, she, she's Asian and he's black. Okay, there you go. Okay, and which one's the idiot? I mean, the white guy. <laughs> can we give the, can we make, make the kid a redhead? Would that work? That's our little plug for adoption. You know what I mean? Can't you feel it? Can't you see it? It's so over the top, and it's every stinking commercial, man. It's like if too many honkies in any given commercial, somebody gets fired from the creative staff. Somebody gets canned. It, like, you know what it is? It's that it's that notion that. You know, you're only a non-racist if you have so many black friends. You're only non-homophobic if you have so many gay friends. I mean, it's like simultaneously they look down their snoot at that thing while promoting it. It's like, well, how many black friends do I need to be a non-racist? How many gay friends do I have to have to be a non-gay-hating person? That's where it gets a little stupid to me, you know, because we, we used to, you know, I've always looked down on that idea. That it's all about quotas and how many people you, you know, well, if you only know white people. You know, Friends was getting all kinds of crap. They did this uh, this, uh, this uh, reunion, a Friends reunion. And, you know, I don't know if you've noticed, but they's all honkers. <laughs> the entire cast of Friends. How did that get back on? How did that get on the air, man? You know, you know what? That's because people were seriously. People were complaining. People who are friends, fans, were complaining because it wasn't them in character. They didn't do an episode of Friends. It was just all the stinking actors sitting around. And then I realized, well, if you look at the special guests they had on to talk to them, well, they had a black guy. They had a, they had Lady Gaga there representing the gay crowd or whatever the hell. It's almost like they couldn't do a new. They couldn't allow themselves to do a new episode of Friends because they're all honkies. And so they had to diversify by just not letting them play their own characters. <laughs> These are stupid times in which we live. Uh, St- uh, Bill, take a hang on, and Stephen, I'm going to take a quick break here. This is Scott Robbins. Stay connected with News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071 on Facebook, Twitter, and online at KTSA.com. 
And we're back. News Talk 550 KTSA. We're talking about Joe Biden's comments yesterday about biracial couples in commercials selling soap. Chris, I'm going to go home. Baby, we're selling soap, baby. What are you talking about, Mr. Trump? We're selling soap, baby, said the president. I don't like him. I didn't. She doesn't actually talk like that. It's so funny when people think she talks like that. She starts talking like not like that, and people are all shocked and stuff. Mr. John, why do you make it out like a dog like that on the air? Anyway, here's Bill. Bill. Hey, Sean. Hey, what's good going morning. on? How you doing, man? Hey, good, good. I want to just mention Whitey is still <laughs> the racist here. Let me tell you why. It's not Rady, It's not Whitey the conservative. It's Whitey the white liberal. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the, the, because what they're doing at that plantation owner in the White House <laughs> and a lot of these plantation owners that own these big businesses think that we're stupid enough. And what they're trying to do is they're trying to turn us against each other, my black and Hispanic brothers, and trying to turn against it so they can so they can make up their favorite color green. They want to profit out. They want bigger headlines so we can see race wars and they right. each other down and tearing us apart because they are the plantation owners. It ain't the conservatives. It's the white liberal morons and that idiot in the White House is a prime example. Of I it. I absolutely agree. And and they're they're all, they're they're trying to make money and also they're trying to avoid being targeted by the woke crowd. So either way, they're worried about money and profits more than anything else. We need to keep an eye on George Jefferson and Archie Bunker. They had the dialogue and had it right. George <laughs> Jefferson was right. It's green, baby, is what they're looking at. That's their <laughs> right. favorite color. I got to go, man. I appreciate the call. Thank you. 210-599-5555. Here's Bob. Bob, how you doing? Hey, doing this morning, brother. Pretty good, man. What are you thinking? Hey, did you see the commercial about uh, whether well, it's insurance company for that takes care of uh, plumbing and air conditioning? And these two white ladies, one of them, the, all of a sudden the sink starts blowing water at her while she's making a sandwich. And she's talking about, oh, I'm not worried about it because I got this insurance. And this other lady, it's air conditioning, starts blowing her out the door. I haven't both seen white. that, no. They're both, they're both white, by the way. They're both white. Yep. <laughs> so they're stupid. They don't know how to op- operate their own AC systems. Is that the implication? Well, well, they can't cut the power off. Or the, other, the other lady can't just go out and shut the water off. Right. Because they're white people and they're stupid and guilty and racist. <laughs> I mean, like, you know what? It's really true. You know what I mean? It's Whitey's turn now, man. I mean, that's really what it is. You you see a white couple on TV, the dude is always the biggest dumbass in the world. You know, it's just it's true. Unless you're watching a Tim Allen show. <laughs> and they tried to yank that crap off the air, didn't they? Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. Where are we? Taking a call from Brooks. Here's Brooks. How you doing, Brooks? Hey, Sean. How you doing? Pretty good, man. What are you thinking? Well, I'm a redheaded white guy with a black wife. Oh no! <laughs> yeah, you're selling and soap too. Goes, well, as far as the ad goes, it just seems like they're starting to show people like life is starting to happen. If it seems like they're struggling, it's because they never did anything for years other than act like white people the only thing that existed. But we're not a woke couple. You mean like in the – well, I mean, look, you think about the Jeffersons, though, and the Jeffersons, one of the revolutionary thing about the Jeffersons uh, is that you had a biracial couple in the Jeffersons. They're their neighbors. I mean, I, it's not that I, that I have any issue with fewer white people in commercials. It's just so over the top. It feels contrived. Like, look how many biracial friends I have. You know, that kind of thing. They're struggling with it because they've never actually dealt with it, and they're trying to do it. But we're just laughing because this is the way it's been for us for a long time. Well, yeah, it just seems kind of well, right, right. You're you're right, and that's what I'm saying. There's there, there's a contrived feeling about it, but I appreciate the call, man. You know what I mean? It, there's a, there's a certain level of contrivance, which is born out of either the desire to make more money, and I got no nothing against people making money. Uh, but there's also a, a level of fear that, look, if we make sure we have enough biracial couples and gay couples in our commercials, then they won't target us for being racist. I, I, I would rather see this stuff happen as a result of, you know, social evolution rather than as a reaction to fear. Because if it's born out of fear, there's a non-reality to it. <laughs> you know? 
There's a non-reality. It doesn't mean anybody's changed their thinking in any way, shape, or form. It means they're just trying not to get targeted by the woke crowd. Uh, 210-599-5555, 210-599-5555, whatever you're thinking. Give me a call. We've got some other stuff to talk about, uh, including the Hitler Project. And uh, let's see, you've got a guy who was banned because he had a problem with his kid being taught critical race theory. That's coming up. It's Sean on News Talk 550 KTSA. I want the Senate Democrats and, and President Biden to take a page from the Texas House Democrats, from Jessica Gonzalez, and Rafael Anchia, and Nicole Collier. They are in the minority, and yet they were able to stop this awful voter suppression bill in Texas. Sean Rima, 9 till 11, News Talk 550, KTSA, and FM 1071. Uh, News Talk 550, KTSA, FM 1071. I'm Sean. Hi. How are you? Hour number two of the Sean Show. Again, we'll be doing this show live from John Wayne Service Company in New Braunfels tomorrow. I might go for a float afterwards. First float of the season. Uh, phone lines are open. Whatever's on your brain. 210-599-5555. You can't wear your swim trunks to the remote broadcast. No, I wouldn't do that. No, I, I wouldn't do, you, the, you do would... the show with my big white belly hanging out. That would be embarrassing. But you thought about it, though. Crossed my mind. Yeah. But then I quickly thought better. That's good. I know everybody's happy. Phil Collins is cool based yeah. upon a graph. Right. They graphed it. They graphed it. He's it's cool. An N-shaped graph. An N-shaped shaped graph. Right. That yeah, shows that Phil the Collins. Where he's cool. Then he kind of peaks. And then he drops. Right. And then he peaks again. He's cool again. He's cool again. Right. Well, why is this? I don't hear no damn Phil Collins. Look more like a sideways Z. It did look more like a Z. <laughs> kind of. I don't know. Um, t- yeah, I think it's one of those instances where here's a guy who we never got away from for the better part of 10 years. Oh, my God. Yeah. And then people just got tired of it. You know, The music was still being put out there by him. Right. Just, you know, people were tired of him. So. I, I, got, I, I got tired of Phil in the uh, early 90s when I had to play his newer music, which, you know, wasn't the best stuff. Right. He and Elton John and Sting started making, you know, Disney soundtracks, and it all went to hell. Right. <laughs> I'm just going to say that's what happened, man. That happens sometimes. They get to be too mainstream. Yes. You know, acceptable by all audiences. Yes. And, and then, then they get hired and a, just ridiculous amounts of money from Disney to make these soundtracks. Right, right. And then, uh, and then, then that's what you, you know. That's what they, younger people remember them from that, and not from when they were act, they were right. actually cool. Because you notice Disney ever offered the Ramones any money? <laughs> you know, I would Trent like Trent Reznor. Where's right, the Trent like Reznor Disney soundtrack? How about a Disney soundtrack performed by Johnny Rotten in the Sex Pistols? Yeah, That'd where's that? Awesome. Come on, I don't see it. It's like Miley Cyrus in reverse or something, right? Yes. <laughs> She just looks like she looks like she smells bad these days. Anyway, let me. Uh, doesn't she? Don't they all young people? I hate them. I hate all of them. I hate young people. They're so stinking young. Um, let Welcome me tell you. to get off my lawn with Sean Reimer. <laughs> you young people, you're so overrated. Um, here's <laughs> unless you listen to this show, then you're cool. I got a graph that tells me so. Um, let me tell you about this guy. Speaking of young people, I got this dad in Maine who has been banned from his daughter's elementary school. His name is Sean McBriarty. 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 Right. He's just like a New England type thing. McBriarty, is that like the one I wasn't saying it, I was saying it like a text. Sean McBriarty. Yeah, it's McBriarty. McBriarty. Some wicked pronunciation. It's wicked odd. Yep. So this guy has been banned. He's got two uh, twin girls. In elementary school, uh, he was banned from being on campus, and he was banned from their elementary school graduation uh, because they he, he objected to the teaching of critical race theory. He says, we need education, not indoctrination. Uh, he says, I can't speak for Martin Luther King Jr., but I think he'd be extremely ashamed of what this administration is doing. They're teaching young kids, as young as kindergarten, to essentially hate their white skin. 
said I was brought up on the uh, up uh, as the content of your character is the biggest piece. It doesn't matter what the color of your skin is. He said that the Harris Faulkner yesterday uh, on uh, on uh, Fox News. Yeah, he, he's not allowed on campus where his elementary school kid goes because again he was critical uh, of cri- critical race theory. He doesn't think it should be taught to young kids. Does say what town he's from? It is. I just saw it just a second ago. Uh, Cumberland and North Yarmouth. Oh, right on the coast. That's yeah. a, you know that surprises me. That's a pretty liberal area. Is it really? Very much so. Oh, so, really? Yeah. That's down by Portland. Oh, okay. You know Brunswick, those areas. So. Well, he, he's they they're they're liberal enough that they ban this guy. He can't oh. even uh, he, he can't go see his kids at school. He has to if he wants to uh, see his kids uh, at school. He has to get special permission. He's been banned from graduation, uh, banned from being on campus, as I said, and could request to attend school events on a case-by-case basis. Wow. Because he he doesn't like critical race theory being taught to his kid, which we just passed a law here in Texas, or he can't teach it in Texas. It's not like he's walking around with a billboard. That's what's so... Well, I mean, it's just, you know, come on, man. It's getting a little stupid. He says it's going to, uh, it's going to, uh, let's see, New York City parent Andrew Gutman, who was also quoted in this Fox News story, said, predicting uh, the teaching of CRT is going to destroy our country. Look, it, uh, based upon what I've read of critical race theory, it's a bunch of crap. It's First off, it's bad history. It's crap history. As far as how this country came about, how this country came into existence. Uh, it, it does teach based upon what I've read and researched that, that white people are inherently racist. You, you can't help it. You, if you got whites, if you got the white skin, man, you the oppressor. And so imagine, yeah, you, you got a classroom of kids, little kids, and you're telling the white kids that they're, they're racist and they can't do anything about it. And then you're telling all the other kids that the, the white kids hate your stinking guts because they're racist and there's nothing I can do about it. Besides, the whole thing is just a theory. It's a, it's a theory, right? You no, know, it's no real hard facts there at this point. Because this is, they say that the country came about as a result of the slave trade in the 1600s, basically, right? Right. Uh, which, at, on planet Earth at that point, pretty much every nation that existed on planet Earth had slavery. Had a slave trade of some kind. Mm-hmm. Uh, it didn't originate here. It didn't originate. We didn't come. We didn't invent slavery. You know, we inherited it to a certain extent. We invented its abolition. We invented its abolition. We did. So, you know, it's it, in other words, it's a way of of saying, first off, you've been lied to about American history for all these generations. Uh, and also, uh, it, it's a way of demonizing one community of people, no matter what they do. That's why it's not, it's no longer about racism. It's about white supremacy. If you notice, that's what it's all about. It's, it's race specific. Now you talk about racism. Joe Biden was talking about white, he said white supremacy is the biggest threat to this nation right now. Not racism, which doesn't have a skin color in a sense, <laughs> you know, right. For every race, there's a racist, you know, I've always said. So racism is not specific to a skin color, but it's been made, especially through critical race theory, it's been made into a race-specific kind of phenomenon in that only white people people are capable of it, and they're uh, genetically uh, uh, predispositioned to it. So you're telling young white kids that they're hateful racists and they can't help it, and you're telling black and Hispanic kids you can't do anything about how badly you're oppressed. Well, that's some great positive messaging for the young people of today. That's great. You're going to end up creating more racists than anything else. Because Don Morgan, you're around a lot of young kids. I've been around the young kids. You, they really are the most one of the least racist generations. Each younger generation, right? They just don't care. I, you know, I have a lot of kids, and I've never <laughs> seriously, I've never once heard any of them come home from. When they were in school, they are all grown up and working now. Right. And complain about any one person based on the color of their skin or I, whether I their religious preference or whatever it is. It is just, you know, were they a jerk? Yeah. But, you know, it didn't, right. you know, their, their race or their ethnicity didn't matter to them. I think that's what's so insidious about this because we're making them into racists. You know, I think that swerve started to come along when when you and I were growing up. Yeah. You know, and I don't it, remember ever giving a crap about that stuff. No, it never bothered me either. You know, well, we grew up with, 
in a culture that really evolved on the heels of the civil rights movement. Right. So we grew up with TV shows that were, you know, uh, socially conscious or whatever you want to call them. But, uh, you know, in our, in our generation, speaking of that, it was the first time that we saw television programs and, and, and heard different interviews where you heard the, the perspective of the other side sure. as yeah. how hurtful that type of talk is. Yeah. So, you know, it registered with us. Oh, you know, okay, well, we shouldn't, we shouldn't say that. You know, I, well, and plus, and, this and it may, shouldn't matter. It shouldn't matter. And also, if you think about it, we grew up with blazing sales. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Which is just one example of where the whole idea of being a racist, it didn't matter what the skin color was, was ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Hey, where are the white women at? George, George Jefferson was portrayed in the early episodes of All in the Family as a racist who hated white people. Mm-hmm. Right. That's what made his friendship with Archie Bunker so interesting. Right. So, yeah, we never, I don't remember, I mean, I, I I guess it depends on where you were in the country, but my high school and middle school were completely racially mixed. I don't remember there being any problems at all. No, same here. And it was a small school, so you would have known if there were problems, you know what I mean? All I can, attend, all I can relate to is when I was growing up, I lived in Bristol, Connecticut. Right. And on my street, in my neighborhood, there was my family, the family next door was white. Across the street was an African-American family. Right. Then there was a Puerto Rican family next to them. And down the street was a Jewish family. And we all got along fine. It didn't matter. <laughs> it was never a problem. We were just a right. bunch of kids hanging out. Just a bunch out. of punk it, kids. It didn't, we'd ride each other's bikes. You know, we'd go to get ice cream together. It didn't matter at all. I, and it was never brought and It was never discussed. It was just, we were just a bunch of kids. That's, yeah. you know, that's how it was for me all the way through high school and college. You know, and there was never, there it. was never anybody on our street that stuck their head out of their door and said, you can't hang out with them because he's, right. he's Puerto Rican or because, you know, the Jewish kid can't hang out with the African American it just didn't happen it, it didn't happen you know? and and that's why i think this crt stuff is so insidious well, because you're you're essentially teaching kids to be racist one can, way or the other you can see the absurdity in critical race theory by summing it up in that your level of racism depends on your race <laughs> right <laughs> well there you go <laughs> and that's racist <laughs> you know and that makes perfect sense right yeah. you know uh 210 let's take a break San Antonio's News, Traffic, and Weather Station, News Talk 550 KTSA, and FM 1071. Yeah, we're back at Sean, and uh, we're talking about race and, and the presence of racism in each passing generation. And Don Morgan and I were hearkening back to our youth as uh, Gen Xers. And proudly so, man. I love being a member of Gen X, man. We were depressing as hell, but you know what? We were cool. I was, <laughs> I was telling Chris Glasgow last night that I almost painted my fingernails black over the weekend. Just to be all gothy and stuff. <laughs> See, my my generation can do that, Chris. Chris suggested I put on some eyeliner. You keep talking like we're in different generations. Well, you are, I guess you are Gen X, right? What? How old are you now? 42. I guess you are. You got in on, on the tail end of the Gen X thing. So you could wear black nail polish, too, and get away with it. I had my ears pierced, too. Did you? I used to wear eyeliner when I do poetry readings. <laughs> Never did the eyeliner. <laughs> I was telling Chris I'm going to freak out Trey one day. I was going to walk in here wearing black nail polish and put on the old eyeliner. Actually, Chris, I think it was your suggesting the eyeliner. You know, just, yeah, I'm just, wouldn't that be funny? And Don Morgan's looking at me like I'm nuts now. Well, we're, we're talking about being back. I just found a picture actually online of me in the 80s, and so I posted it. And so right. you, you and I were talking about the 80s. Then, I, well, I wore eyeliner in the uh, actually in the double O's nearly. I used to do when I used to do poetry readings in Colorado. I wore black eyeliner. It makes your eyeball, you know, it makes your eyes all you know buggy and did crap. A, did you have a stage name? When you no, you didn't just call yourself S. No, no I wasn't, I wasn't that cool. Right. But I, I did uh, a couple times. I did the black nail polish. Right. I got a buddy. I was talking to you guys over the week. I got a buddy of mine named Paul, uh, who's a singer songwriter from Delaware of all places. Right. And he's pushing sixty. Still wears the black fingernail polish. <laughs> still wears it. And I was like, I'm going to do that. I haven't done that in a bunch of years. See, we're Gen X, Chris. We can do that. We all of us. We're Gen X. We can wear black 
nail polish if we want to. You should tattoo your fingernails. I could. Sure. If I wanted to. Permanent marker. Get the eyeliner put on my eyes permanently. Go back and do it again in six months. I just I love being a member of Gener- Generation X. We were we were a cool generation. We're the last cool generation. You know, Sorry, I, kids. I never went. I never went through any of that stuff. You didn't? No, man. I you know, did. By the time, right? But then again, I left home at sixteen. So you had t- to work. Yeah, but but by the time everybody you know everybody else I went to school with came back from college and was going through all of that. You were a working man. You know, I had a mortgage and two car payments. I didn't have time to be depressed, you know? I mean, it just didn't happen. I either live with women or I live with my parents. You know, I kind of, I'd live with a woman for a little while. We'd break up. I'd go back home for a few months. I was that guy. Then I'd, you know, meet, because I I, I never just dated. I always had to move in. And so I'd, (laughs) ah, it's just easier. So I'd, I did that a number of occasions. Yeah. I didn't really actually grow up until I got into my 30s. So I'm just saying, <laughs> black nail polish, why not? A little eyeliner. little eyeliner action. Maybe on Friday. I don't want to do that. I wouldn't do that to Don Rackler at John Wayne Service Company tomorrow. Don't worry. He's not going to walk in tomorrow. I'm going to show up a, like a goth vampire tomorrow, a fat goth vampire. With a clothespin stuffed in his cheek. But Friday I might. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How do we get from racism to black nail polish? Yeah. I have the faintest idea, man. Hey, Sam, what are you thinking Good morning, about? S. Huh? G- Good morning, S. Yes. <laughs> that's, that's going to be your new name, S. S. Well, maybe SR for a Sean Ryman. Oh, my God. I, I don't oh. know, you know, but, you know, some of us who were in the military, you know, we couldn't do that black eyeliner. Well, again, you are a responsible eye. human being. Yeah, I wasn't. Well, I don't. Well, some of us were responsible. Some Not. of us weren't responsible. Drinking, maybe, but hey, you know, that's pretty good at that. Thing? What <laughs> about this race thing? Right. Uh, uh, watching the news. I don't know if you get to watch sports radio or sports news. Now. I don't watch a lot of sports big, stuff. Big, big hoopla about fans throwing water bottles and disrespecting the players. Oh yeah. Now you know, and uh, Kevin Durant, uh, some big wig, going. We're not animals. Have some respect for us. One of the owners, you know, we don't need your money. Don't be coming to the game. If I remember right, uh, a long, 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 long time ago in a galaxy far, far away last year, there was people <laughs> throwing water bottles, frozen water bottle, and urine at the police. Right. They never got arrested. Yet mm. these fans who throw popcorn, popcorn on a player getting arrested and going to have to go to jail because he threw popcorn at a player well it is a little incongruous it is a little incongruous that you know the 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 violence and the actual insurrection that took place last summer and is still going on in places like portland and i think even seattle um nothing's happening these people took over entire neighborhoods (laughs) you know nothing yeah nothing i mean what you know what kind of justice is that that a person can throw urine Right, frozen water bottles Ugh. by a police officer, and not get arrested, burn buildings, burn mm. cars, burn, 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 right. burn, 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 burn. But a person throws a water bottle or mm. empties out his yeah. container on a player and gets arrested. Doesn't make much sense, man. I gotta run, man. I appreciate the call. You take care, S. You too. <laughs> take, take care, S. Other S. I had a dangling cross earring back in the eighties. I did, and a mullet. Well, then I guess you'd be happy because the dangly earrings are coming back. Well, I, I had a dangly earring, and I also had, uh, I, I don't know why I did this, but at one point in, like, 1986, I got some hydrogen peroxide, and I, like, bleached out the sides of my hair. I don't know why. Having the fan, it just seemed like the thing to do at the time. When I was in middle school, I used the clippers to put lines in my eyebrows. See how you are? Because we're Generation X, and we were the last cool generation. Also the last generation that knew how to read. Uh, 210-599-5555. Last generation to read books. Remember those things? Those antiques. More than 80 pages. <laughs> Is Fauci's book really only 80 pages long? It's probably the acknowledgments. The book is only a page long, actually. Call it a pamphlet. And 40 pages is I'd like to thank. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> 40, half it's probably freaking acknowledgments. Right. I'd like to thank MSNBC for making me famous. 
Well, that should be an interesting read. It's called Truth or something like that, or yeah. I, mean, I mean, it's about truth. I, or... I thank my second grade high school, my second grade science teacher, Mr. Banks, for getting me in, in, interested in diseases. Getting me interested in diseases. <laughs> I like to thank my college girlfriend for giving me one. <laughs> well, it was the obvious line, man. Come on, yes. the gift that keeps on giving. It just hung out there in the yeah, air, and somebody had to say it. And it was my, it was my turn at bat. So there I've you go. Seen catfish not take bait like that. Congratulations. <laughs> thank you. Yeah, I love it. All right, we got to take a break. Two one zero five nine nine eighty five eighty five. It's Sean on News Talk five fifty KTSA. Yeah, man, News Talk 550 KTSA, 1038. I'm Sean. Hi. Happy stinking Wednesday. Again, tomorrow I'll be doing the whole show, uh, the Rima show, this show, 9 to 11, at the John Wayne Service Company location in New Brunfels. So you just do, New Brunfels. So you just do a little Google, 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 Google search. little Google search. It's on I-35, I believe. And I'll be doing uh, the show from there. Tomorrow, just doing the show normally. Normal show, just doing it from John Wayne Service Company in New Braunfels. And then my dumbass may go for a float. We'll see how the water is, how the weather is. Are you guys, and I want to bring this up, because this story is just, I, I got to, oh, I already axed out of it. Let me find it here. How are you with stuff? Like, do you like to have a lot of stuff with you? Do you collect stuff? Depends on what the stuff is. Uh, you know, or do you, in general, do you like not like having a lot of stuff? And I, I bring this up. This story is actually a, a, a few days old. But Chris Glasgow told me about this. <sighs> See, I, I don't like to have a lot of stuff. I, I, in fact, I'm going through a process right now coming out of the, uh, the, uh, the pandemic where I'm getting rid of a lot of clothes because they don't freaking fit anymore. <laughs> <laughs> and so every day I got to sift through all the stuff that doesn't fit right. to find one thing that does. Mm-hmm. And I'm also just cleaning stuff out of the I've been in the room for 14 months, so I'm kind of cleaning some stuff out of the room just to kind of pare things down a bit. All those impulse purchases you made on Amazon. All that crap I brought I bought on Amazon, which I bought a fair amount. <laughs> yeah. Didn't we all? Yeah. You know, and uh, and just simple because I like things simple. In my natural state, I don't like having a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. My wife, on the other hand, yeah. Uh, so, you know, we got some stuff. You know, we got stuff in the garage, and we got stuff, you know, stuff here and stuff there, and there's right. stuff, there's stuff. But, you know, I, I'm always, because I'm always afraid of, like, going hoarder, you know. And, and Chris yeah. Chris sent me a story. It's just one of the most horrific hoarder stories I've ever heard in my life. Hoarderific. It's hoarderific. Well, now let's see if I can't, I can't freaking find it now. I had it. Oh, there it is. I, I exit out, and then I, uh, here. Uh, in that a guy broke in to a hoarder's home in Australia. Did you hear about this? No. How did he find his way out? Well, he didn't. <laughs> oh, because no. oh, the no. guy killed him. Oh, come on. And just left him there for 15 years. Is that right? He bought like 70 different air fresheners to hide the smell. Oh, and I guess he just started stacking stuff on top of him. Right. He left the dude, the dead dude, in his home for 15 years, man. How lazy do you have to be? That's pretty stinking lazy, man. <laughs> I'll get it tomorrow. <laughs> every day saying that every day ah oh, god uh, it's it's the weekend i'll do it on monday right wait he killed the weekend oh jeez, no i'm just saying that's bad i actually bad. knew a hoarder once i knew a hoarder years ago like 30 years ago and she was man it was bad it was it was so, i'm not gonna say who it was it was somebody's mom there you go i said it right it was one of these chicks that I lived with. <laughs> like I was saying, a while ago, I lived with this chick and her mom. Yeah, and her mom just yeah, drove me crazy. <laughs> there was like 3,000 video cassettes. Oh, my goodness. Still has every cat from over 40 years. Every cat. That we, yeah, there's a lot Still of animals. Still in the house. We just didn't know where they were. <laughs> We'd find the tunnels. Most aren't alive. <laughs> 
Yeah, we didn't live together very long. I didn't make it very long there. I can't imagine them. Ooh. So, yeah, so though, I'm, I don't know why I'm bringing this up, just because I, I get sick of talking about racism, you know, and all the other silly crap that we talk about every single stinking day. So, but you're in the process of downsizing. Yeah, I'm so down. This is I, not going to well, happen. Think, to you. If you kill somebody, they're not going to just sit there. Oh, uh, they're going to the dumpster immediately, yeah, okay. baby. Right. Or my wife will know where to bury him someplace. I don't know. Yeah. The West Side. No, I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> find yourself under a pocket lot in a bingo parlor. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm just yeah, well, because I think it's important. The 14 months we've been doing this, right? 14 months in general. Basically, everybody was on. We were in full pandemic mode, the human race, for 14 months, mm-hmm. roughly, right? right. Yeah. Most of us, all of us. And so I'm trying to take coming out of this as an opportunity to get healthier, start bathing again, you know, uh, get some exercise, drop a few bad habits, and, you know, and just kind of. And so one of the pros- part of my process is cleaning out the bedroom because I've been living in the freaking bedroom for 14. I've spent most of my freaking life in the freaking bedroom for freaking 14 months. So while you were sitting there in your bedroom for 14 months, impulse buying, what's the most ridiculous thing that you noticed? <laughs> I mean, I've known you for eight years, and you've done some crazy stuff. What so is the I most ridiculous, the thing, ridiculous I bought. thing While you were sitting there with nothing to do. Probably the Trump Buddha. Yeah. The Trump Buddha was kind of, but that's kind of cool, though. It's a little bizarre. The, the Trump Buddha was a little weird, yeah, admittedly. The only thing I ever did. The get, communion set I bought for myself so I could give myself the holy sacrament was a little weird. <laughs> a, little, a little different. I think one time when I, when I was sick with COVID, I was in my room for about 10 days. Uh-huh. And there were a few days that I really don't remember very well. Right. Well, apparently I was bored and got on my phone and started bidding on stuff on eBay. Oh, and no. so when I when Bidding. I started to feel better, I, I I I must have done very well. I had a successful run on eBay. <laughs> I went down to the post office after a couple of weeks, and I had about fifteen record albums. That I had <laughs> <laughs> you eBay. paid a thousand bucks yeah. for each one of them too. Yeah, yeah, no, it wasn't that bad. <laughs> but I came home with this big stack of boxes, and George is like. You know, what the hell now? You know, so I have all <laughs> I have all these boxes, and I'm like, I don't even know. Uh, well, I, so we started yeah. opening up, and she's like, you know, looking at me, fuming. I'm like, okay, I understand. I may have gone a little overboard, but don't touch the deep purple records. I know I've, <laughs> I meant <laughs> I, that. Yeah, I really like these ones, but the rest of them I'm not too sure about. <laughs> That's funny. Well, see, my whole family did that, though. Right. So we get stuff every day. Yeah. From somebody. We were, the Amazon truck was coming by our house every day for 14 months. Right. They did with us too, because the kids were buying, weird. You know, the yeah. kids buy stuff. So. The hell else you got to do? Yeah, online right. shop. So you know, at least you know, if if you kill a guy in your home, at least properly dispose of the body. You know, don't just, just let it sit there. What kind of sick individual kills a person, leaves it there in the house? That's he just, got air freshener. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. There's some things Febreze can't, you know, mask. They don't not, make Glade plugins big enough to cover that. No, a dead dude in your living room. You not know? completely uncivilized. <laughs> he did at least try. He made some type of effort to cover Yeah, but then he put a tablecloth over the dude once he went rigor set in and started eating his t- TV dinners on the guy's he's ass. A, he's a <laughs> <laughs> he said a Swanson hungry man dinner. Family, family comes over, Dad, we got to do something. But what is that smell? Oh, it's a Salisbury steak. It's yeah. a, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a Swanson TV dinner here. Uh, his name is Otto, Ottoman. <laughs> All right, 210-599-5555. It's Sean on Newstalk 550 KTSA. Hi, this is Trey Ware. Stay connected with Newstalk 550 KTSA and FM 1071 on Facebook, Twitter, and online at KTSA.com. And we're back. Newstalk 550 KTSA, FM 1071. I'm Sean. How are you? What's going on with you? Uh, phone lines are open, 210-599-5555. Got a few minutes left here. Um, the bear story is really kind of cool. Let's talk about the bear story for a second. <laughs> the bear. Uh, we, uh, we have a bear. We're in California. Okay. The story is in California. Uh, let me see here. Bear. I already got rid of everything here. Bear on a wall. This is real professional. 
Uh, it's a video that went on TikTok, and uh, it, it's got 40 million views so far. It takes place in Southern California, where a young lady uh, who lives in the San Gabriel Valley, this is over the, over the weekend, a big old brown bear, and it's a, it's a healthy-sized brown bear, is walking along a wall, a brick wall, in this neighborhood, and it's like a backyard brick wall. With a couple of cubs. And uh, in this particular backyard, uh, there's a couple of dogs, or three dogs, and the dogs start running up and barking at the bear. The bear starts swiping at the dogs. The bear has her cubs. And out of nowhere, this 17-year-old girl runs up and pushes the bear off the wall. And the bear just takes off, you know. It's kind of interesting, you know. And but it's funny because when they interviewed the girl uh, who did this, uh, the teenager, her name's Haley, and she said, "Whatever you do, don't ever do that. <laughs> don't ever do what I did. Don't ever go up to a bear if you see a bear in your backyard. Just go inside and let somebody else deal with them. Don't go near the bear." Don't do what I did. I did it on the spur of the moment. I didn't think about it. I was very, very lucky. Because, baby, as someone who lived in Colorado for a number of years, a bear can outrun your ass. A bear can outclimb your ass. A bear can outmean your ass. <laughs> you know, it's funny, but I, I bring it up as, as kind of a, a, a funny thing. And then call me up if you want. Whatever's on your brain. Open lines the last few minutes here. 210-599-5555. 210-599-5555. Just made me think of something I said to my daughter the other night, Chris. This is funny. And then again, this, this young lady is like, don't do this. Don't ever go up to a bear and push it off a wall. It's not a good idea. <laughs> my, kid, my kid, who's now 21, called me the other day on the, the other night on the phone. I said, hey, what are you doing, baby? She's like, oh, I'm going to go hang out with some friends. And without thinking about it, I said, well, don't do anything I would. <laughs> and, like, there's the silence. I didn't even realize it all. I was like, don't do anything I would. Uh, and uh, and she kind of laughs like, oh, okay, Dad, I won't. You'll thank me for that bit of advice someday. Uh, 210-599-5555, 210-599-5555. Uh, again, the bigger story, we'll kind of keep an eye out on this uh, This cyber hack of uh, the largest meat producer on planet Earth from some ransomware or somebody they, they think they've uh, lo- they've attracted back to Russia. And, uh, you know, I, I don't know about you, but I'm getting a, the hacks are getting a little worrisome for me because if you look at what's happened thus far, right, so far we had a major fuel producer, fuel uh, pipeline uh, shut down that supplies most of the East Coast with its gas, with its, with its, with its fuel, also uh, airplane fuel, shut down by hackers. Now, uh, not too long after that, what do we have? We have uh, a, f- a major food supplier being hacked. Now, I-, I get that it's ransomware, and they get paid usually in some regard. Uh, and uh, this uh, this uh, this company that's uh, that's the meat producers, the beef producers, have said, you know, we we should be up and running again at full speed here today or tomorrow. But don't you kind of get the, doesn't it kind of feel like somebody's just out there testing the waters? Like, let's see what I can shut down. So, let's see, fuel has been affected so far, food. What's next, banking systems? Uh, what about in, uh, in August, it started to get hot. What happens uh they start shutting down power grids in August? So, I don't know. It's kind of disturbing crap, you know. I was only kidding about shutting down Pornhub. That, would, that wouldn't affect the general population. <laughs> and it wouldn't affect me. Stop looking at me. I'm just saying. Right. You want to see an outcry? Shut down Pornhub. I'm kidding. <laughs> but it is a little troublesome. It is a little disturbing, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Doesn't it feel like... The, am, I, am I thinking out... You know, it's and, almost it's like out of my butt saying it feels like somebody's testing the water or something. No, it's like you're swimming with sharks. Yeah. You know, I mean, you just never know when one's going to bite you. 
But you know what's going to happen sooner or later. I feel like there's the big ones coming at some point. Yeah. And the big one is you shut down banking systems and you shut down power grids. And Pornhub. And Pornhub. (laughs) One of my coworkers just walked by the studio while I was saying that. Now he's looking at me weird. Shut down Amazon, man. People can't order crap and they get bored. (laughs) Lose their minds. I'm just saying it feels a little strange that uh, it's, these are, because these are not little hacks either. These are major hacks. And something like Amazon is very susceptible to this. Well, it would be. You know? But, I mean, it's just funny, interesting to me that they've, it's. They've got all the money in the world to prevent this thing from happening, but it, it's it still, still happening. Anybody can be hacked. I've always heard, read that. that anybody can get to, you can get to anybody, any system you want. But I just think it's weird that at first it was a fuel, a fuel pipeline and now it's food. Uh, it just feels like somebody's out there testing the waters, man, yeah. for the big one. And, and, all, and we had the story earlier. They just want money. Pay them off, and they give you your system back. That, well, that's, yeah. So, but what if that in and of itself is a distraction from what, you know, somebody really, some bad actors around the world really want to do? Because mm-hmm. uh, they know that if they are, if the, that the ransom will be paid nine times out of ten, they'll that's get true. it. All right, that's the show. Uh, thank you, Chris. Thanks to Elaine Rodriguez, our executive executive producer, Don Morgan, and my good brother, Trey Ware, Chris Glasgow. Well, tomorrow I'll be at John Wayne Service Company in New Braunfels. We'll see you there at 9. Spread the love. Don't be a jerk. Bye.